It's time for episode 483 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that's ring, ring, ringing in the new year. Also, every year, it's all we do around here. My name is Dan Warren, and I am joined across the internet by my good friend, my pal, my dungeon buddy, trademark. It's Micah Sargent. How are you doing today, Micah? I am doing well today, Dan. I'm ringling in this bell, but it's a special podcast bell that doesn't make sound. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's the sound of no hands clappering. Oh, man, I don't even know where I'm going with that one. Anyway, this <laughs> is the show where we invite on two people to talk about tech topics. To my left this week, it is my good friend, my pal, my dungeon master, <laughs> a podcaster at The Incomparable, as well as uh i don't tony i I don't even know what else to say about him it's tony sindelar hi tony hello nerds hi dan nice to finally meet you (laughs) 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 and to my left it's my good pal my friend my dungeon buddy as well as a podcaster here on relay fm with the originality podcast it's aline sims welcome back to the show aline Hello, friends. We are bringing our patented Tuesday night energy to mm-hmm. Clockwise. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Chain rattle, chain rattle. Well, <laughs> let me kick off this podcast by asking, uh, as 2022 draws to a close, I'm curious about what was the year's legacy in tech for you? Uh, that could be your favorite or least favorite tech story or a product from the year that really made an impact. I just want to know what, what 2022 in tech looked like for you. Tony, let's start with you. Uh, well, I, I think this may be my least favorite, uh, but certainly extremely prominent story that you just can't escape from. It's not just in the tech news, it's in the mainstream news. And that would be the downfall of Twitter, the decline, the change in leadership, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, whether you are a fan or not of the new CEO, uh, it is clear there has been a significant migration of people that I know and care about away from Twitter uh, to other networks that I won't name because I might get banned from this podcast i don't know how of ours reaches uh and you know twitter has has seen its ups and downs over the years uh and it's never been kind of free of problems as a service but i am sad uh to see it fading the way it is because it is definitely a place where i found a lot of happiness and joy and i guess you could just say value over the many years uh so that's my my 2022 legacy in technology um, for me, I'm going to go with exciting stuff. I think that the most exciting tech stories of 2022 have been uh, the AI stuff. So I think it's a very clever thing that is happening where uh, at one point, OpenAI in particular was kind of created to uh, make sure that I guess the AI doesn't eventually destroy us, blah, 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 blah. Um, and they, you know, as a not-for-profit or non-profit, I can't remember which one, um, the, as they're working to try to figure out all this stuff, it kind of started out where they were just working on these projects and you sort of interfaced with developers and uh, behind the scenes kind of thing. But what I've noticed is that they've started to really try to make more public facing um, examples of the technology. And that makes the stuff less scary. It makes it so that people can understand kind of 
a little bit at the very least, what's going on, what it means when we're talking about these large language models, or in the case of the uh, art generation, how that works. And in the meantime, we all get to have fun and, you know, make goofy limericks and things like that. So I have really enjoyed seeing how uh, this year, or at least in the the last half of the year, uh, not only has it kind of taken off in, in interest, but it has uh, started to make its way into uh, the sort of non-techie spaces. And I, it's always fascinating being able to watch that happen and people start to understand and, and grok it a little bit more. Uh, Aline, what about you? So I had two things written down. One was Twitter. One was AI bots. I don't remember the first half of the year, but <laughs> I will say like it has been eventful the last few months. And speaking of AI specifically, I think it's really opening a lot of conversations about copyright and plagiarism and how these things are trained. Uh, I think these are conversations that we're going to continue to have um, for probably a while to come. And uh, it's been really interesting seeing thoughts and opinions on it change in real time. Um, I had friends who were totally on board with AI technology until the chatbots <laughs> really um, chat dived into prominence in, in, you know, just even the last month or so with uh, chatbot AI. I think it's going to be a really, really interesting thing with um, long-term repercussions. I also think the same is true of Twitter, um, which I won't talk about too much because uh, plug for myself, self-promotion um, on Originality, January's episode, which is already recorded. Um, we we talked about social networks and like, it's sad to see Twitter go, but it wasn't going to be forever anyway. I do think, however, no other social network had the impact that Twitter had. And I, th I think we're going to feel that for a while, too, as um, people go to different platforms and there's that fragmentation of friend groups and audience and all sorts of stuff. So I really think that kind of the last, I don't know, three months or so have really had a big impact on what we'll be talking about for the next couple of years. I appreciate that the uh, Micah and Aline side of the table, I think, is the more slightly more upbeat side of the table where it's tony and dan side of the table is the perhaps the schadenfreude side of the table because my story is also about uh the potential downfall uh and i'm gonna say of cryptocurrency um there i know it's is. still out there but boy uh have i been kind of enjoying that should i should i be enjoying that should i not be enjoying that i don't know but um, I, I probably have told the story on other podcasts, but I had been several months ago, uh, I had been driving um, my wife downtown to work and I saw these billboards with this guy's face on them that just advertised cryptocurrency and the whole campaign was this guy's face. And I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is, but apparently the advertising thinks he's so important. He can sell me on cryptocurrency. And my wife's like, oh, yeah, he's this guy who's really into like, he's supposed to be like one of the good crypto guys all about altruism. Well, that was Sam Bankman-Fried, who now mm. turns out has uh, not only uh, basically run a company to the ground, but also incredibly uh, unethically and perhaps criminally uh, by stealing <laughs> lots of money. So, you know, cryptocurrency, obviously, it's been one of those things in tech that you can't escape for the last decade or so. Um, but I think a lot of people, myself included, always thought, well, there doesn't really seem like there's like a bottom to fall out of this even. Like it seems like it's built on on sand. So um, 
I kind of enjoy seeing that actually come to pass and people will start to think maybe more critically about exactly what it is they're buying into. So I know it's, you know, it takes a long time for these things to sort of die, but um, I, I hope that this at least um, takes cryptocurrency out of the the current hot fad status and become something at least that we maybe think a little more diligently about. But thank you all for your uh, your favorite or least favorite tech stories of the year. Let's go to our second topic, which comes from Tony. All right. Well, it is the holidays. Uh, it is a time of, ki- of gift giving. Uh, capitalism requires it. Uh, but perhaps you didn't <laughs> get uh, the, the, the gifts that you, uh, you hope to get. I am curious, what technology are you about to buy for yourself in 2023, having not received it as a gift? I don't need to be called out like this. Um, no, the, the truth is I tend not to include tech on my list um, whenever it comes to the holidays. So first of all, I always feel a little weird. Uh, I'm certainly not as a kid, but as uh, as an adult, as a grown up, um, putting pricey things on my list in the first place. Um, so those, those don't end up typically on my list. And the other problem is because I'm bougie and also because (laughs) I do a lot of research for things, I tend to want to, uh, you know, do all of that research and get the exact right thing. So it makes it hard for other people to know, oh goodness, what is it that Micah would actually want? So I just avoid that. So um, the one thing I will say that is sitting in my Amazon cart that I do plan on. uh, Oh, man, the price just went up. Anyway, uh, that I do plan on on getting at some point this year when the price goes back down um, is a smart tank um, printer. I do a lot of different crafting stuff. And so, yes, I am one of those, um, you know, rarer and rarer people who actually uh uses an inkjet printer at home. Um, I've got a laser printer that prints in black and white for everyday stuff that I need to do. But when it comes to needing to have actual color, um, I have a very, very, very old printer that uh, doesn't work anymore. (laughs) So I've been sort of holding out to get um, one of those sort of refillable with ink in a bottle uh, printers. And so that's next on the list. Um, Aline, what about you? Christmas is not a big deal around here, even though we technically celebrate commercially. Um, we don't we don't really go all in for Christmas. So uh, I don't ever expect any kind of gift um, at all from anyone ever. Please don't buy me things. I have enough things. But um, I have had my eye on a new iPad. Um I use an iPad mini every day, like all the time, constantly. But I also use a 13-inch iPad Pro all of the time. Um, so mine is the original, like the 2018 redesign. Um, and it's starting. The battery life is getting kind of wonky. And the uh, screen is starting to kind of do some weird... I'm getting some weird display issues. So I, I'm... I'm due for a replacement for that. And I'm going to talk about more about that in the bonus topic Mm, for people today. But um, so I'm considering an iPad. But the thing is, I I really need for the way I use my iPad Pro, I need the big screen, but I don't need all of the iPad Pro features. And so I'm in this place where I'm like, am I really going to have to spend that much money on this? So 
I really need the 13 inch screen for the way that I use the iPad, but I don't need the iPad Pro extras. I, I want the Apple Pencil 2 support. I want the big screen. I love having a keyboard attached to it, but I don't need the fancy chip and all that stuff. So I'm like, I'm in this place where I'm like, I need a new iPad, but I don't want to spend that much money. So what the heck am I going to do? Uh, so that's, that's a purchase I'm going to make. I just don't know what exactly the purchase is going to be. I didn't have a lot of tech stuff on my list, but one thing that was sort of tech adjacent that I had on there was one of those, um, in fact, something we were just talking about elsewhere, but uh, uh, the sort of hot plates for your mugs. Uh, I've definitely found myself, uh, <laughs> probably in part because sometimes I have to manage a small child and I pour myself a cup of tea and then life gets in the way and then you get back and you're like, no, this tea's not warm anymore. And it's like, yeah, I can microwave it. That's fine. Um, but sometimes it's nice to just have that tea, you come back and you're like, oh, my tea's still hot. That's pleasant. That's great. So, um, I don't necessarily, wasn't necessarily going to invest in one of the fancy mug set things, but I know there are some other like gadgets where you can plug it in and just put your, your mug down on it and it works with any mug, which is nice. So you don't have to have a specific mug. Um, so that is kind of the, the main thing that I was like, I put it on my Christmas list thinking that'd be a nice little techie gift, but, um, nobody, nobody indulged me. So I'll have to indulge myself now um and then the other thing which wasn't really a christmas gift thing but the piece of tech i definitely have to buy myself in the new year is a new mac mini whenever apple comes out with one so <clears throat> get, get on that apple tony wrap us up here uh well aline like you i am also i think destined for a new ipad i have an ipad air 2 which is getting pretty long in the tooth it is the battery life uh, is not so great. It crashes occasionally. It kind of operates as an iPad that only works uh, when it is plugged in uh, to be charged. So it's like an iPad that works in, you know, sitting at my couch where the, the cable is right there and things like that, which is not, I think, how the iPad is meant to be experienced. So I have been looking at my options vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, a new iPad uh, or new iPad Air. Uh, and I think right now I'm leaning toward the uh, just the iPad, uh, save a little bit of money over the iPad Air. They've, they've kind of converged a lot uh, in terms of their their feature sets. I know there are differences, uh, but I think the differences right now between the, the iPad and the iPad Air are not necessarily differences that uh, I would benefit from uh, given their costs. And uh, especially since I'm upgrading from something so old, anything will be a huge step up, uh, hopefully just in terms of how well it runs, as well as uh, having a battery that uh, that functions the way a battery should. So that's my future for 2023, I think. All right, that's two topics down, two topics left to go, which of course means it is halftime here at Clockwise, and this week's episode is brought to you by Total Party Kill, the dog and pony show <laughs> over at The Incomparable, because if wow. you enjoy this chaotic energy, for lack of a better term, <laughs> what if we threw a couple more people in the mix and played Dungeons and Dragons as well? Would you like that? Too bad. Uh, you're getting it anyways. Uh, so go check it out. And increase it's, the chaos. It's at theincomparable.com slash tpk slash death house because we don't update URLs over there. But uh, there are a lot of other great shows, of course, as well. And there's a total party, total party kill banner. Many of them hosted by our friend Tony Sindelar here as the Hey, that's master. me. And many of them featuring hey. uh, Aline Sims and Micah Sargent and yours truly. So uh, hey, if that's you, you enjoy that, enjoy that kind of thing, go check it out. And that is the end of halftime. So I will toss it gently over to Micah Sargent. And I will catch it gently. Oh dear, it fell to the ground. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking it up and I'm starting. Uh, what third party app 
do you swear by as a replacement for a first party app? And this can be, uh, I kept it vague. So if you're an Androider, that's fine. If you want to talk about, you know, something on the Mac, that's fine. Tell me the third party app you swear by as a replacement for a first party app. Aline, we'll start with you. Um, I just want to lift up the veil a little bit here. And we have a spreadsheet for Clockwise. (laughs) People are starting to call dibs on stuff in the spreadsheet, which I don't know. On one hand, I appreciate, but on the other hand, come on. This y'all. is the post Jason <laughs> Snell era where <laughs> we're not go. all secretly drafting everything. <laughs> and so I can claim it. <laughs> uh, it just cracked me up. So I love Apollo for Reddit. I only use Reddit for uh, the subreddit knitting. Kidding, which is cats on knitting and crochet projects and <laughs> casual knitting. So I have a very specific um, use case for this, but I love Apollo. The developer, um, there's a little like Tamagotchi style pixel pal that you can have um, if you you have um, a phone with a dynamic island. So I scroll through Reddit so that I can feed an uh, a, a pet food and play with it. Um, it's just, it's delightful. It's full of whimsy, but more importantly, it works really well. And the couple of times where I've been like, maybe I should check out the official Apollo app. I've always been very sad. So this is my official plug for Apollo because it really is a great app. Love the developer. Um, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. Um, I think for me, oh, okay, so I'll go with the one that was uh, the my answer up to about six months ago, which would be Tweetbot, uh, which I <laughs> loved. It was the way I experienced Twitter. It was fantastic. Not only is it just an app that I really enjoyed, um, but it, it had no ads. It didn't have an algorithmic timeline. Everything was great in Tweetbot land, and I really didn't like the the first party Twitter app. However, the Twitter era is um, rapidly coming to a middle. Uh, <laughs> so I've moved over and you know what? I'm going to pick Ivory, even though it's an app that's not out yet, but Ivory, which is the Tweetbot version that is for oh, Mastodon, which is currently in alpha uh, <sighs> and brings a Tweetbot like experience to Mastodon. And I have to say, I, I fired this sucker up the first time I installed it and was like, ah, oh, feels like home. I love it. Um, so I'm really uh, enjoying that. Uh, there is a first party Mastodon app and many, many other third party clients. Um, and so, uh, I just really, I like, I like ivory. So I'm going to throw that in there and, um, none of us are going to talk about third party calculator apps, right? Nobody. Great. Uh, Tony, (laughs) your turn. Uh, you know, I, I mainly use first party apps. I'm just, I'm just basic that way. I use the, the Apple mail app. I use the Apple calendar app. Uh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a complicated person. I, I, you know, I don't have a complicated profession. Uh, I, but the one place that I do. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the one place that I do, I guess I spend perhaps the most amount of time on my devices is listening to podcasts. I don't know about you people. Podcasts are these things where you can listen to audio on the internet. Perhaps you've heard of them. Hmm. And though there was a time... Never going to catch on. Long, long ago where I used the Apple podcast app. I'm not even sure if it was called podcast back then. I think it may have been called something different. Uh, but uh, it, along came this app called uh, Overcast, uh, which uh, many 
of you are perhaps uh, familiar with. And if you're not, I encourage you to check it out as just a really great uh, podcast app. It's kind of main feature that I think a lot of people were drawn in by is it has various uh, smart speed settings where you can listen to podcasts sped up. I'm not a big fan of that, but it also skips uh, gaps in podcasts. So, uh, you know, podcasts with talking will uh, sometimes get a little sped up in a way that makes it just feel a little bit more efficient. Um, but uh, in general, I just like the the kind of minimalist UI it has. And it the way it thinks about organizing podcasts fits with the way my brain wants to organize podcasts. So Overcast is an app I spent a lot of time in, and uh, I'm, I don't want to open the Apple Podcast app. <laughs> uh, I do not blame you. So mine that I claimed is definitely fantastical. Um, this this question actually came up because I was talking to um, a, a family member of my partner, and uh, they were talking a lot about some complaints that they had, and you know, calendar is confusing, and it's so hard to put in um, an event, da, 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 da. and that made me realize as I was sort of listening to myself begin to evangelize about uh, Fantastical that I um, have lots of third-party picks for people to replace their first-party apps, but it can be very difficult to um, get a person non-techie to sort of spend money on apps. And so it's always kind of a very exciting thing, either when they do or when you get to gift them an app. And then they go, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And then it instills in them the idea that, oh, I could uh, pay for what could perhaps be an even better experience. And it all just kind of works out. It's very nice. I like it. Uh, so thank you all for your answers on that. Let us go to our final show topic, which comes from Aline. All right. Well, this also ties into our bonus topic, but um, because I'm going to I'm going to talk about it. Uh, what's an Apple product you would love to have, but no, they're never going to make. Oh, so many good options here. I'm going to pick <laughs> one that they used to make, but no longer make, which is, of course, a a, a router, a Wi-Fi router. Mm -hmm. I miss the airport line. Mm -hmm. um, I was on a search for a long time to find a replacement for it. I used Eros for a little while. I got tired of them. They were constantly giving me issues, and I found they were really impenetrable little black boxes. I recently got a unified Dream router, which is oh better. Complicated. I like neat. it, but yeah, it is. It's a little much, and I think Apple Apple's Airport line always did a a really nice job of threading the needle between giving you the power and configuration you want, and also just being very reliable. I had the same one for like ten years, and it worked great. And I have I will be lying if I said I. Had had not considered it like every once in a while I see somebody popping up with like, oh, I'm getting rid of this old, uh, you know, airport. And I was like, oh, could I justify just buying that and setting up my network with that? And I'm like, no, we shouldn't do that. Um, so, yeah, I would like Apple to get back in the Wi-Fi router game. I know they never will. So it makes me sad. Tony, what about you? Uh, I really wish I had a mouse that I could use while it's charging. <laughs> but uh, that aside, they, ha they have made that. Uh, in terms of things that uh, they might, uh, that I'd like them to make in the future that I don't think they're likely to make. Uh, I wear prescription glasses for my eyes, which are not great. Uh, and it would be really cool if uh, someday there was an Apple uh, set of glasses that had some smart technology built into the glasses and also helped my eyesight to see things that are far away that I cannot see. And 
And, you know, I, I'm hoping, I'm looking for something a little bit stylish, a little bit more functional than, say, uh, your Google Glass. And I think because of that, uh, Apple would be one of the few companies I would kind of trust as far as technology that I would uh, put on my face and wear every day and rely on to help my uh, my eyesight as well as presumably give me some enhanced uh, knowledge of my surroundings and what's going on via uh, via technology. Uh, I think that would be really cool. You know, the, the Apple Watch was uh, a, t- a device that I, I was kind of skeptical about in terms of like, nobody really needs that. And then I received one as a gift and uh, it's a piece of technology I really love. And so that has kind of really changed my attitude on wearables from being, you know, kind of kind of silly to like, no, these are actually these are actually pretty cool and helpful. And I'm, I would like to see I would like to see more. Now I'm thinking about is the iPod episode of Futurama. <laughs> um so i would have to go this is it's not that um i think that they or that i know they're never going to make this but the fact that they continue to not make this leads me to believe that they may never make this and that is a soundbar um Mm. apple tv so i'll be honest with you i don't care if it is just a soundbar that connects to the apple tv or if it is a soundbar that has a built-in apple tv or if it is i I was trying to think of something and it's just not coming to me i don't care as long as it is a soundbar that i can place in front of my television um with the airplay magic that the uh that that i'm used to because i do use i bought you know one of those big old home pods way back in the day um and i could not afford to buy two of those at the time and then they went away and so i never got a second one and even though i only have the one home pod i still prefer that sound to the sound that comes from the television speakers, um, which is probably no surprise to people that, you know, have that kind of tech. Uh, And yes, I know I could buy a sound bar, a third party sound bar and all this other stuff. But the last time I was using a sound bar with the television, I had so many issues that it's really turned me off from the idea of using some sort of... um, frankly, non-Apple soundbar. Uh, so yeah, I'd be so great if they would do that, but they continue to not do that. And I don't know if they ever will. Aline, what's your uh, fantasy Apple product? Vibrant purple AirPods Max. <laughs> Come on, mm. Apple, give me colors that are not gray that wish they could be a color. Um, more seriously, I would love them to have an e-ink reader. I know this is never going to happen. Uh, not a reader, a tablet. They could also yes. be a reader. But like, I, w- I would love to have an e-ink tablet that ran a light version of iOS or iPadOS um, because, spoiler, I got a Kindle Scribe, uh, a Kindle, what is it? Amazon Kindle Scribe. There we go. Um, as a late birthday slash early Christmas gift. And I like it, but the operating system is junk and it makes using the device really frustrating. I keep wanting to use gestures to move from uh, my notes to my book and like all of this stuff. Um, and so I, I went down a rabbit hole for EE creators and I'm keeping the scribe, but I just the entire time I was like, I just want this. This experience, this nice writing experience, the beautiful screen uh, with 
a better operating system because the Kindle mm-hmm. hardware is fine, but the operating system is just bad. So, yeah, come on, Apple. Just I know you've got one like deep in the archives somewhere. So just give it to me and I won't tell anyone. I'll just I'll just use it and it'll be great. Oh, I We've had the same exact experience. I also have the scribe <laughs> and I wish that it was better. But yeah. it's so neat still. <laughs> yeah. All right. Four topics down. We just have time for a bonus topic. So very quickly, tell me one thing, anything that you're looking forward to in 2023. Tony? Uh, well, uh, I'm looking forward to the days getting longer. Oh, no, that that, that happens all throughout 2023, right? There's no, turn, no, no turning back point. Uh, 2022 mm-hmm. was a rough time in Tony land. Let's not even talk about 2020 or 2021. So I'm looking forward to 2023 being better. <laughs> That's that's all I got. Please, 2023, don't hurt Tony. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. I'm excited to see what comes next in the AI uh, space. It's uh, so far so interesting, and I'm curious uh, how it, it continues to improve. You know, we have been on a D&D hiatus and I really miss it. So I'm really looking forward to our Tuesday night energy, our when, whatever our other campaign night ends up being. I'm I'm really I'm looking forward to D&D with you guys again. That's a good one. Uh, I'm looking forward to I didn't get a chance to go up this year to uh, my usual vacation spot, which is uh, where my uncle has a place on a lake. Um, uh <laughs> <laughs> the circumstances in real life interfered, but I'm looking forward to making that trip this year and, and perhaps getting a little bit of a vacation in. Hey, if you'd like to get ad-free episodes with an extra overtime topic every single week, you can become a Clockwise member. Just go to relay.fm slash clockwise. You can sign up for just $5 per month or $50 a year, and you'll help support the show. In this week's overtime topic, we discuss our favorite tech from 2022. And with that, we have reached the end of this week's episode. All that remains is for us to thank our fantastic guest this week, Tony Sindelar. Thank you so much for making your debut appearance on the uh, the main Clockwise show here. And my last appearance. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> and Aline Sims, thank you so much for rolling the dice with us today. It was so good talking with you all. And Micah, we will be back next year with brand <gasps> new Clockwise for everybody. But until then... We remind everybody out there listening, watch what you say, and keep watching the clock, especially as it approaches midnight. Happy New Year, everybody. Goodbye.